What's up, everyone? I'm Joe Pompliano, and this is The Joe Pomp Show. The United States is the biggest sports market in the world, and European football clubs want a piece of it. Clubs want to expand their fan bases to American soil and take their already iconic organizations to an even higher level. So today's podcast will explore American fan expansion and European football and focus on the groundbreaking work AC Milan is doing to plant its flag in the United States. I had a bunch of fun putting this episode together, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. So let's get right into it. Okay, so it's no secret that the United States is the biggest and most lucrative sports market. The United States has a significantly higher GDP than China, Japan, Germany, India, UK, France, Brazil, etc., etc., etc. The United States is the biggest economy in the world, and therefore we have the biggest and most lucrative sports market. Now, most American fans dedicate their time and money to the big four sports leagues in the United States. I'm talking about the NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL. And it shows. These four sports leagues collectively bring in more than $45 billion in annual revenue today. The NFL leads the charge, bringing in $19 billion in revenue last year. They'll soon be at their goal of $25 billion. MLB brought in nearly $11 billion in revenue last year. NBA was third, bringing in $10 billion of revenue last year. And the NHL was fourth, bringing $5.7 billion. So again, those four sports leagues accounted for more than $45 billion in annual revenue last year. And international sports leagues have started to recognize the financial opportunity in America. Take Formula One, for example. Liberty Media purchased the business for $4.4 billion in 2016. They then implemented a plan specifically designed to grow the sport in North America. That included things like giving away the broadcasting rights to ESPN for free. They added several U.S.-based races, with races now taking place in Miami, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas. They changed the rules to try to make racing a little bit more competitive. They relaxed the social media policies. You guys get the point. They've done a bunch of different things. But primarily what they wanted to do when they bought the racing series was to expand its footprint. It was already a global sport, races in all these different countries. They wanted to expand its footprint in the United States, specifically because of how lucrative the market was. And they did that. The world's fastest sports league, Formula One, now trades at a $17.3 billion market cap. So again, the market cap when the organization was acquired by Liberty Media in 2016 was $4.4 billion. Now in 2023, it's $17.3 billion. So they've made a bunch of money on this already. Saudi Arabia actually even placed a bid of $20 billion. They tried to buy the racing series for either earlier this year or late last year. Liberty Media said no. They think there's more upside than that, and they're going to keep going with it. Still, I think the most interesting sport to watch going forward outside of Formula One and other sports like that is soccer or football. That's because many American owners have recognized the opportunity to increase revenue abroad. Think about it like this. These clubs have way more fans than American sports teams, but they make significantly less money. And more than half of Premier League teams now have American ownership. I'm talking about clubs like Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, and Manchester United. But when it comes to soccer specifically, I don't think anyone is doing it better than AC Milan right now. In August 2022, American investment firm Redbird Capital closed a $1.2 billion deal to buy AC Milan. The purchase also included a minority investment from the New York Yankees, more on that later, and Main Street Advisors. 
For those that don't know Main Street Advisors, it's run by someone called Paul Watcher. They have a bunch of different LPs, celebrities from every industry you can imagine, sports, entertainment, everything. Some of their LPs are LeBron James, Drake, etc. You guys get the point. Now, look, many people were shocked at this price. Chelsea had just sold for $3.2 billion just a few months earlier, but Chelsea's one of the Premier League's big six clubs, and paying $1.2 billion for a Serie A club that needed a new stadium seemed unthinkable to a lot of people. Me personally, I heard from a lot of people saying that they could not believe that was the price. Because if you look across the uh, European football landscape, the Premier League's the biggest league. They brought in $7.2 billion in revenue last year. La Liga is two. They brought in $3.7 billion of revenue last year. Bundesliga is three. They brought in $3.5 billion of revenue last year. And Serie A is four, the fourth biggest league in Europe. They brought in $2.6 billion in revenue last year. So again, Redbird, Main Street Advisors, New York Yankees, a couple other people were buying AC Milan at a $1.2 billion valuation when the entire league, Serie A, brings in $2.6 billion of annual revenue. Now, like I said, many people thought this was crazy. But less than a year after the acquisition, things are looking pretty damn good for AC Milan. AC Milan signed a deal with Yankees Entertainment and Sports Network, Yes Network, just one month after the acquisition. This enabled the Italian club to air hours of weekly AC Milan content in the number one television market in the United States, including full match replays. So that's where that Yankees connection comes in, right? They immediately struck a deal with the Yes Network. Their content, its weekly shows, its broadcasts, its game replays, all of that is on the number one TV market in the United States. And Yankees fans can also now purchase AC Milan merchandise at Yankee Stadium as part of the partnership. AC Milan then signed on to participate in the 2023 Soccer Champions Tour, joining Arsenal, FC Barcelona, Juventus, Manchester United, and Real Madrid. As part of the tour, AC Milan will play three friendlies in front of U.S. crowds this summer, including matches at the Rose Bowl in Los Angeles and Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Here's their schedule. July 23rd, this upcoming Sunday, they're playing Real Madrid at the Rose Bowl in Los Angeles, California. Then they're playing Juventus, also in Los Angeles, on the 27th. And then on August 1st, they're flying over to Las Vegas and playing FC Barcelona at Allegiant Stadium, the new stadium where the Las Vegas Raiders play. Now, those two things alone are admirable, and they've certainly made a big difference in the business behind AC Milan. But then AC Milan also did something else recently that has been huge for their business and their brand. They completed the transfer of Christian Pulisic. Now, Christian Pulisic is obviously one of the most popular players on the U.S. men's national team. They paid $22 million to get him from Chelsea. And this is important for two reasons. One, Pulisic is a very, very, very good player who can help the team win. That's first and foremost. But two... His nationality and popularity will multiply AC Milan's growth in the United States. For example, Christian Pulisic has over 9 million social media followers across Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. He was one of the core reasons why Borussia Dortmund's U.S. Twitter account skyrocketed from 30,000 followers in 2018 to the 2.4 million followers it has today. So again, when he was on Borussia Dortmund, he was one of the main reasons because he's a U.S. player that their Twitter account, their U.S.-based one, skyrocketed from 30,000 followers to 2.4 million followers that it has today. And just one week at AC Milan, Pulisic is already financially making a difference to the club. AC Milan received 46 million impressions and 17 million video views on their social media posts related to Christian Pulisic's arrival at the club. The team store, their retail store, 
saw a 266% increase in sales overnight. And here's the craziest stat. Their U.S. customer base usually represents about 9% of their overall sales. They're an Italian club, obviously, 9%. But in those 24 hours after the sale, that went up to 43%. So 43% of the quantity of all merchandise sold on the team store was from U.S.-based customers. And 90% of all customized Pulisic jerseys were sold in the United States. So nine out of every 10 Pulisic jerseys were sold to United States-based customers. Obviously a huge deal bringing them in from a United States standpoint. Again, 266% increase in sales compared to the previous days. American buyers represented 43% of all sales, up from 9% typically. 90% of all Pulisic match jerseys were sold in the U.S., Pulisic jerseys represented 45% of all match jerseys sold since the announcement. So he's obviously clearly their most popular player at the moment. And a lot of that audience is coming specifically from the United States. And it's not just AC Milan benefiting. Christian Pulisic benefited himself also. He gained 45,000 followers on Instagram within 24 hours of the deal being announced. Now, that's not atypical for a big announcement like this, but it obviously shows the pull that AC Milan has as a club too. And it's not just Christian Pulisic pulling the weight. And the business decisions that AC Milan has done over the last two years has already had a hugely positive impact on the brand. AC Milan is expected to bring in more than $420 million in revenue this year. That would be a 40% increase from the club's 2022 revenue of $299 million. So again, they did $299 million in annual revenue last year. They're supposed to do $420 million in revenue this year. And they're saying that they should finish the year with $90 million in operating income, up from $11 million in operating income last year. Now, look, AC Milan is obviously one of the most popular clubs in the world. They're the biggest club in Italy by a considerable margin. And they are the eighth biggest club, according to YouGov Football Index, in the United States already. The only clubs bigger than AC Milan are Real Madrid, Manchester United, FC Barcelona, Liverpool, Manchester City, Chelsea, and Bayern Munich. They're bigger than PSG, they're bigger than Inter, they're bigger than Atletico Madrid, Juventus, Borussia Dortmund, AS Roma, etc. Everyone else, essentially. And they've moved up at least two or three places in the last year since Redbird Capital, the Yankees, and Main Street Advisors took over the team. So they've been doing a lot of work in the United States. And look, with AC Milan now focused on growing its American fan base specifically, this might just be the beginning for the team in the U.S., Sports are an integral part of almost every society, and international leagues are recognizing that they can multiply enterprise value by building global fan bases. I think the easiest way to understand this is that the internet has democratized all of this, right? It's enabled sports teams and leagues to build truly global fan bases. There could be fans in Los Angeles, California, in Australia, in Japan, and Italy, talking and chatting about the same game at the same time over the internet. And teams have realized that and they've started to transport their audience and build global fan bases that they have historically never been able to do before. And soccer clubs specifically do a really, really, really good job at this. So my point is simple. Keep an eye out for AC Milan. They have the partners in place to make it happen. And they are quickly becoming one of America's most popular football clubs. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Please do me a favor. If you enjoyed this breakdown, Leave me a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever else you're listening to this podcast. Let me know what you're enjoying. Let me know what you want to hear more of, what I can do better, etc. Otherwise, I hope everyone has an amazing day, and we'll talk on Friday.